0: what is going on everybody this (laughs) is the big show i just stole alex's thunder so hard but we are so happy to be back with you and it's been way too long since we have gotten to sit down and have a little chat with you guys um but we've got all of us here myself corey
1: alex we are all ready to bring you Everything no, I'm not clear. here. I'm not here. Ethan stole the intro. I'm pissed. He's leaving. I'm leaving. You leaving.
0: should cry <laughs> about it. We are ready.
1: We are ready to update you on
0: everything Big 10. Um obviously biggest news that's come out, the 2024 schedule release. Uh and it involves two new teams, USC and UCLA. It's, what? Uh, it's going to be an absolute gauntlet if you are a Michigan fan. What a year that's going to be, because you play everyone. So buckle up, Buttercup. Um, But yeah, ton of stuff to get to. We're super excited about it. Probably going to be a quicker episode, but we just wanted to hop on and uh, get you guys updated on what's going
1: on inside the Big Ten. Alex, take it away. So let's talk about this format, boys. So we are abandoning
2: the divisions
1: in the Big Ten. There will be no more west. There will be no more east. No legends and leaders. None of that. It's all going to be one big cesspool of average football, and we're going to see. Whoa, whoa! I'm I'm sorry. I didn't know this was an
2: SEC podcast.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. I didn't realize that this was that this wasn't about the Big Ten. Sorry, sorry. It is. Listen, you've got. As of right now in the Big Ten, you've got Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. And aside from that,
1: you ain't got much. And everybody else after that, which is mainly what I was referring to. But there will be, be some elite football sprinkled in there. We've got USC now. But in short, in a nutshell, everyone's getting grouped together. And whoever comes out on top at the end of the regular season is playing in the Big Ten championship game. So that's what's going on with the division part of it, or lack thereof. Here's what's happening in 24 and 25 and beyond in terms of protected opponents, um, protected rivals, home and homes, etc. So... I'm going to go – you want me to go each team's protected rivals? Wh- how, how do you how do you want to do this, boys? Let's just
0: – okay, real quick.
1: Let's just speed
0: run – have you speed run through that and who yeah. they are. Um, I don't think we need to give a ton of commentary. A lot of them just make sense, and a yes. lot of them are like, those teams are rivals, so, you know, whatever. But what I really want to focus on as far as the protected rivalry goes is – what do you guys what do you guys think about the protected rivalry? And what more do you think about teams possibly switching the position of when they play those games? A la, you know, Michigan and Ohio State, which right now they're keeping it the last game of the season. So
1: Yeah. Um Yeah, so you know, we'll see. So high level, the format is every team except for one has either one has at least one protected rival that they will play beyond 2025. And then every single team has at least one team that they're guaranteed a home and home with in 24 and 25. So I'm just going to go through the rivals for each team. And there were three designated spots for each team. So you could have any combination of two rivals, one home and home, one home and home, two rivals, et cetera. So there were three spots, three flex spots for each. Oh,
0: see, I didn't
1: know that. Oh,
0: you're telling me new information. I thought it was. I thought they made it to where it was just the two rivals. No, there's three flex spots for each. team. Oh, I had and, I I did not know that. I legitimately thought it was. They narrowed it down to no. You just
1: have to pick two. Nope, three flex spots. Oh. So two. So any combination of a home and home and protected rival. So let's start with Illinois. Illinois has two protected rivals. They are Purdue and Northwestern. I had no idea Purdue was a rival of theirs. By the way, I didn't either. But champions but, of the West, cool. Michigan's protected rivals are pretty obvious: Michigan State and Ohio State. Northwestern's one protected rival is Illinois. Rutgers is one protected rival. Is Maryland makes sense geographically? Mm-hmm. Indiana's one protected rival is Purdue. Michigan State's one protected rival is Daily Michigan on their schedule. Same with Ohio State. So
0: real real quick, I just wanna I wanna pause there for just a second. What did you guys think about Michigan State um and Penn State not keeping not saving a rivalry? Because apparently, from what I'm being told in the sports circles, Penn State contacted Michigan State to say because both teams had to agree. To do a protected rivalry, that's how it worked. Both both schools had to agree to it. Penn State reached out to Michigan State, and Michigan State said, "Don't put our name down to Penn State."
2: Do you want my biased answer, or do you want? No, no, no. I want unbi.
0: I, this, this, I seriously want unbiased because
2: it I w- seems a I okay. Unbiased. Well, I'll give. You, I'm going to give you both. Okay. Uh, I'll get. I'm going to go unbiased first. first. Um, I think this gives Michigan State the best shot of potentially having a easier schedule to get to the Big Ten championship game, um, because if I'm not saying like, Michigan is back for now, but how long this lasts, we we don't know. I mean, it's that's just how it's going to be. Um, but if Michigan maintains that a somewhat same level of success, and Michigan Michigan State somehow figures out a way to win that game. That's a huge, huge resume booster. And then if they run the table, you know, I mean, they're right in the college football playoff conversation. Even if they lose the big 10 championship game against Ohio state, they play, they play every game close. That's why Michigan state is so scary. Like we've talked about this in nauseam on this podcast. Um, unless they play, unless Ohio, they play state. Ohio state, uh, at least the past two years, but Besides the fact. Um, and then my biased answer is that they're a soft football program, and uh, they don't want to play tough teams because they're soft and losers. I'm kidding.
0: I, I, so my honest opinion on it is there is no real rivalry there. Like, both places are – well, no, I take that back. I, I want to say Michigan State is a hard pay, place to play because I only go there when Michigan's playing. But Michigan State is not a hard place to play when you're not Michigan. It's an easy play. It's a their their fan base, their student section sucks. Go. Their fan base, their fan base is so soft. Half the stadium's empty by the third quarter. It's it's terrible. I and, and I'm listen. I everyone knows I'm a Michigan fan. I am speaking 100 facts right now, and I would call out my team for the exact same thing. And we had that issue a couple years ago. At Michigan, where it was like the student section was just like drunk, gone type of deal. But Michigan State, like Penn State, say what you want about Penn State and they can't win the big game or whatever. But they have an unbelievable fan base and playing there is impossible. Like it is a hard, hard place to go and win a football game. But I I don't know. I I just don't really think that there was much of a rivalry between those two schools. Now, you're going to get to Penn State. Actually, I'm just going to bring them up right now. Penn State chose nobody and came out with the slogan, unrivaled. Stupid. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, just absolutely (laughs) the most stupid, arrogant. You are not Notre Dame, okay? You're not the. You're not Notre. Dame. Actually, you are. Yeah, Notre maybe it Dame goes back the to the roots. I take that back. You. You are At least are Notre Dame, least Notre Ten Dame Ten has a rival. Though. You're all overhyped. You never win big games. You are Notre Dame. So there you go, Penn State. You are unrivaled. You lose every big game you play in, whether it's at home or on the road, and you're Notre Dame. There you go. You're unrivaled. I didn't know. Congrats. Like, I, I. I'm sorry. When I saw that and heard like Penn State had no protected rivals I was so mad I'm like maybe maybe sure they're they're waiting until like I think Pitt is a pretty natural fit to come into the Big 10 as we expand so maybe they're waiting for that to happen and then they'll have that they'll bring them back as a rival but come on like just the whole unrivaled slogan and all that stuff what have you won like what what have you won
1: as the third the, best Big Ten team.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. The Rose Bowl does not hold the weight it used to. And, not, and, and neither it of you can on
2: who argue you ask. that point. So no. Every, the, It depends on who you ask. There's still some value with New Year's Six Bowls. People who have relevant opinions.
1: It does depend on if you ask a Penn State fan. Not, or not. that exactly is true. 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 Okay, there you go. All right. <laughs> Anyways. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry, you could, You guys can keep going, and I apologize. I kind of took over right there for a second, but I yeah, had an I opinion. Didn't, I didn't it. know like you had that, that much hatred that for Penn State, truly. I, I didn't. I didn't have that. We beat them every year, so no, it's not like, no. I, like Penn no, State. Don't. I don't consider Penn State a rival, but we're like, we, when we're, when both teams are good, Michigan They were exchanging
2: 30-point blowouts for like three or four years in a row.
0: Michigan was
2: bad. I wouldn't exactly call them bad. So,
0: the one game that was like a heartbreaker was the Shea Patterson year in Happy Valley, but that team wasn't that good.
2: So they only had like what so, two
0: losses that year, something
2: like that. Football game. Yeah. Well, how'd that bowl game go? Okay. Well, they weren't like dog water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two are cute. You're like an old I married kick couple. Them. I'm gonna punch him in the throat. What? You want to lick me? We are live, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: this is the podcast. Oh, the oh, oh, yikes. Oh, we that's were gonna battle. announce that later. All right, next uh, next
0: team, next team, next team. <laughs>
1: oh, next team on the list is Ohio State. Their one protected rival is Michigan. UCLA's one protected rival is USC. Iowa has three protected rivals and no guaranteed home and homes in these flex spots. So Iowa. Is the exact opposite rivaled? They
0: by every
1: <laughs> they have Minnesota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin total three sense. right protected rivalries. It does. I was, I was
0: just about to say, it's like the corn,
2: it's like the corn
1: children of children rivalry. of
2: the corn That's what we should bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, time out. Time out. I want to, I want to yeah, this is somewhat yeah. silly, so somewhat sickos committee thing. Have you guys heard of the MacGuffin? Okay, so there's no, there's this content. No creator on tiktok he's like a college football guy um and he came up with this thing called the mcguffin and he traced it all the way back to the very first college football game ever and so like oh you're just the holder of this inanimate object he calls it the mcguffin because it's like a literary thing so since then he has like tracked every single time that team has lost so like the the team who beats the, the next, next team that's it. It. okay so gonna he like what team currently? I do not know, but he just did a video. Okay, you can't bring it, you can't
0: bring it up and not know. <laughs> I'm giving you a different answer. I'm giving you a Question. different
2: answer. That he just did a video on which team is the MacGuffin. You like who's had the MacGuffin the longest, and it is actually USC. USC has had it like seventy different times or something crazy like that. So there's your answer for you, but. I was thinking since Iowa has all these protected rivals they should just have like a MacGuffin type for like the children of the corn and they should have a trophy every year I don't know
0: the fact that the fact that you don't I'll know look it up. i
2: will look it up I'll really it up. disappointed me there
1: really disappointed I'm me gonna there. look it up
0: all right let's we, I said hammer through these and we're taking this is
1: away. I know you did and it's because of you too who started it All right, Minnesota, two protected rivals, Iowa and Wisconsin. Penn State, we already said they don't have anybody. USC's is UCLA. Maryland's is Rutgers. Nebraska's is Iowa. Purdue has Illinois and Indiana. And then Wisconsin has Iowa and Minnesota. So those are just the protected rivals. Those are not the home-and-home guarantees for each of these teams. Um, I was going to bring up the question of, like, what's the thing that stands out the most? But it is – the fact that penn state literally doesn't have a rival in the conference i've actually it was kind of funny that that happened usc and ucla are two brand
0: new teams and they chose at least each other
1: right like penn state i was thinking about this even before the scheduling thing came out i was like who is penn state's rival Like I I could not come up with an answer. And I literally tried to Google it and
0: the best answer. It's been Michigan State. It's been Michigan State has been like the the team that they play at the end of the year every year, type of deal.
1: It has been. It's been kind of kind of manufactured, but you could also say Ohio State. They've had a lot of really good
0: games against each other, especially in the last two decades. Ohio State and Penn State have played some I mean, I know Ohio State has won more games in that twenty year span. But it's not that uneven, and they've ha- they've played some no. absolutely incredible games. The Penn State block kick return for a touchdown game, yeah. In it, that was at Ohio State, was it not?
1: I don't remember where it was. It might have been a night game at Happy Valley. But
0: regardless, it's just like I, I mean, Michigan State basically told them, "Don't pick us." Essentially, from what I'm from what I am hearing. That is kind, that's what happened with Michigan
1: State. Which is kind okay. of funny because Michigan State and Penn State are each other's home and homes for the next two years.
0: Yeah. So, I I don't know. I, I just feel like it's, it's one of those situations where you definitely had options. And to go with the unrivaled thing, I, it's probably not as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be, but I just didn't like it. I, I'm like – Pick somebody. Come on.
1: Yeah. Outside of the fiasco of Penn State not having anybody, the format in general, I love. Oh, agreed.
0: Absolutely agreed. I think it's I, – I, I think the way the scheduling is going to happen, you're going to play – you're going to play everybody. Like, you're going to get to see games against teams that, like – I mean – Michigan's going to play more games against Wisconsin and, you know, Minnesota and stuff like that. Michigan, real quick, Michigan and Minnesota have had some unbelievable games that they have played against each other. Like, same thing, you go back the past 20 years, obviously Michigan has won more of them, but there have been some pretty, Corey, you are rubbing all over your microphone, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Corey, quit rubbing while you're on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just,
0: I don't know. I, like I said, I'm making a bigger deal out of it than it actually is. But I didn't love it. But I, I, I do love the format. Like you were saying, the format is really, really cool. And as much as it pains me to say, I'm happy they're getting rid of. We have begged for, please get rid of divisions because. This is outrageous. The East, like, it's where teams from the West come to die in the Big Ten championship game. And it's just like, it's a celebration for whatever team won the East. The last game of the season was what was really hard for them. And then they get to go and have a parade as they massacre whatever team from the West made the Big Ten championship game. You could have made an argument that both of the new teams coming in go into the West and then you balance stuff out. You maybe move one team from the west to the east, but I, I don't know. I think it's just better the way that it is, the way that they're doing it.
1: I agree, and I'm very excited to have the Big Ten championship game be interesting because it hasn't been interesting for a decent amount of time now.
0: Yeah, and you're probably gonna get team. You're you're gonna get games that are rematches, and I'm fine with that. People are really afraid of it being like back-to-back weeks that michigan and ohio state play i would say calm down on that like the odds of that happening
1: are not as great as you actually think they are
0: now i think
1: i think the biggest not to cut you off i'm sorry but the i think the biggest risk with that i would be scared as like just a big 10 fan or like a big 10 commissioner of the cannibalizing those last two weeks and risking college football playoff spots when the SEC is still playing one fewer conference game. Not going to be an issue. Not absolutely
0: not going to be an issue. Both teams from the big 10 that are making the big 10 championship game with the playoff getting expanded. Both of those teams are making it. So in, in, In the vast majority of situations, like unless you're talking about a team who's got like three losses, that's going to the big 10 championship game and then loses a fourth game. Maybe they're on the outside looking in, but that situation is not going to arise a lot. And with the expanded playoff, I have no worry about that whatsoever.
1: I think the worry would be, let's say you've got a 10 and two Michigan team going into the big 10 championship game against an 11 and one Ohio state and Ohio state just beat Michigan the week before, but then Michigan wins and now you've got two 11 and they're both in. They're both in. There's
2: still something to play for. There's still something to play for too.
0: Yeah. And you're playing to get to the top four. You're getting to, you're playing to get the buy in the big 10 championship game.
1: Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm also forgetting that the playoff is expanding.
0: So yeah, never mind. Yeah. Playoff expands the year that the the Big Ten expands. So that you don't have to worry about that at all. Both of those teams, and you're not gonna have you are not gonna have a you're most likely not going to have a three loss team in the Big Ten championship game. Right. You're for sure not getting a four loss team getting in there. Right. So it, it's way too competitive, it's way too top heavy. You're gonna have USC, UCLA. People, say what you want about UCLA. They have a really good football program. They have no fans, <laughs> but they have a really good football program, at least as of right now. So, no, I'm not I'm not worried about that at all. And I'm, I'm not super worried about, like, the Michigan-Ohio State running it back, back-to-back weeks type of thing either. Okay, cool. Like, great. Like, if you just lost – if you're if you're Ohio State and you just lost, the very next week you get a chance to go and avenge that loss and get in an automatic bid to the top four and a bye. So, like, you still have everything to play for. So, I'm not worried.
2: What an electric factory that would be, though. Because, like, you're, you're always going to get an imbalance of fans in the regular season, whether it's at Michigan or at Ohio State. And then in this make-believe scenario, which is – Pretty unlikely. A I'll, lot more unlikely. Yeah, a lot unlikely more unlikely
0: than you think, people. Especially when you're adding UCLA and USC to your conference. I, I was down. I was saying that. Man, I'm really gonna fight you this week. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm one hundred I'm I'm talking to like fans yeah. who are panicked about it because I've heard a ton of people who are panicked about it. I absolutely agree with you. Like you gotta chill on it. Like it's it's but not just as big as think of a deal. about
2: Indianapolis fifty fifty Michigan Ohio State because I mean that's that's pretty if that happens that hypothetical it will be cut down the middle so just think haymaker haymaker after haymaker no fan momentum just mano imano
0: they better they not sell alcohol <laughs> that that's never happened before they've never played on a neutral site and they like. You take Michigan or Ohio State, and you stick fifty percent of each fan base. Like that is
2: not well, going to. be And also, this is going to change drastically where the Big Ten championship for football is held, as well. Like there, I've I've heard in the sports circles that they want to have it out in Vegas, which is a huge advantage to USC and UCLA, and literally to not eighty. It's
0: going to be on a rotation, Correct.
2: though, right? Aren't they? Yeah, gonna go they to a will. Rotation? But still, like, yeah.
0: at least. I'm fine with that. Like, okay, you, you have one out in Vegas, and then the next one's in Chicago or Indy or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm okay with that. I, I I don't mind it being on a rotation. I really don't. like. And if USC happens to make it the year that they do it in Vegas, you're still – if you have Ohio State or Michigan making the Big Ten championship game and the game is in Vegas – those fan bases are going dude, to be it, there it just it just I it just feels dude. and
2: sounds weird for it to be that far out west
1: it it does sound weird 100% but ethan's right the second best place to watch your, a game from or the third besides being at home and in the stadium is in las vegas
0: yeah 100% you would you would
1: get you would i i'm not
0: kidding when i say this If USC or UCLA made that championship game and it was Michigan specifically or Ohio State specifically who they were playing against, there would be more Ohio State or Michigan fans there. Could, no you, question. could you
1: imagine? No question. Could you imagine the hype and the crowd oh. around a Michigan Ugh. USC Big Ten championship game and lost in, Las in Vegas? Vegas? Oh my gosh. I'm
0: turned on <laughs> just thinking
1: about my it. My nipples are like, so
0: hard. <laughs> like, listen, Corey's trying to bring this up as like a negative, like, oh, we're having this game out in Vegas. Vegas is dope. What are you talking about? Like, that talk about like bringing like okay, you want the brand, you want Big Ten to like be a brand and you want to sell that brand? We're hosting our – our essentially, well, your championship game for the Big Ten, you're hosting it in Vegas? Dude, I, I'm telling you, like Michigan – okay, Michigan is rich. Like Michigan alumni are just straight up rich. A lot of people from Ohio State also rich. Like those teams are going to travel those fan bases are going to travel. So now where it would get a little bit like mm, like you got Wisconsin playing, you know, like Wisconsin plays, I don't know, Michigan pick a State. team. Yeah. Wisconsin and Michigan State playing in, well, no, Michigan State fans would travel, and I'm sure Wisconsin fans would too, but it wouldn't have quite the same luster to it, I suppose. Exactly. Because then – if you don't bring one of those West Coast teams into that game, it does kind of not shine as bright. So I'm talking myself into understanding where Corey's yeah, yeah,
1: The possibility is there for Corey's scenario to be right, but the risk-reward of having the potential for those big brands to be in freaking Las Vegas is – I just, oh, I just think it's, it's rich. And I'm not even a Vegas fan. I don't even know. I just love think it really
2: is so funny. We hear as fans of the teams that the Big Ten is totally catering for. Like, this is exactly what happened in these meetings. Like, they're not talking about Rutgers, Michigan State, uh, maybe Michigan State. They're not talking about <laughs> Iowa. They're not talking about.
0: Rutgers is never uh, making I, a
2: contention. This is a hypothetical. I understand this, but they're not they're not even considering the fact that Iowa, who's you know, can be randomly good sometimes, or Wisconsin, who's just solid all the time. No, they're not considering this. They're thinking that the Big Ten championship is going to have either USC, Ohio State, Michigan, or Penn
1: State every single year.
2: That is what they're thinking
1: about. And they're most likely yeah. right. Throw in yeah. Wisconsin as team number five. In Listen, their right. when you're
0: yeah, when you're doing when when first of all you're getting rid of divisions, so you don't have to worry about Purdue getting Aww. in or Iowa getting in from two years ago. Like you don't have to worry about that. Those teams aren't going. Well. Wow. So they're not going with the records that they had in those years where well, they this went. Is, this is true. They're not going. This is true. And now you're adding UCLA and USC, it's gonna be even harder now. But for don't those you teams. think
2: don't you think so, there's a chance that, th- I don't that feel, a I, team like that could slip in? So like look at a I look at a Purdue, for example. So they have one they have one protected yeah. rival, which is Indiana. Indiana is butt cheeks at football. Okay? And then their schedule is gonna rotate through. What Let, let's say they beat the big dogs of the West. they beat a Wisconsin or they just somehow randomly in their schedule, get nobody. And they're just like, Oh, we're going to play. We're going to play yeah. Rutgers. We're going to play That's Maryland. We're going to play all the terrible teams.
0: They're going to make sure the big 10, the big 10 scheduling is going to make sure that you are going to get a slice of the Michigan Penn state, Ohio state, USC, UCLA okay, well, every year. You're going to well, get a slice the... of that pie
2: how big of a slice are we getting one game? Because if you get one game and then they run the table with their other cupcakes.
0: Okay. Okay. You are, you See, are bringing up, a, you're I, bringing up a scenario that's going to happen once in every 25 years. Yeah, like yeah. it's, it's never, it's not going to happen. Like it, because that, even if it just not doesn't playing. happen, those teams aren't good enough to do what you're and If they are, if they're good enough to lose one game and run that win eleven games, kudos. You deserve to go to the Big Ten championship game, and your fan base is going to be electric because you're never good.
1: Yeah, regardless of if they do or do not play a Michigan Ohio State, the teams you just mentioned
2: they going eleven games. and one
1: in the regular season is Ow. very very difficult. Very. Like I, I don't care if you play a cupcake
0: Big Ten schedule. Going eleven in one requires you to be Michigan or Ohio State or Penn State. Like those teams with cupcake schedules, eleven and one is like the bar. You have to be that good, and they don't recruit at that level. They don't have that level of talent. That's why they're four point underdogs, four point favorites. You know, like those middling teams when they play each other, they cannibalize each other. It's what always happens. So. Right. You're talking about a once in every twenty
1: year scenario, which I'm not worried about. And it's going to be Corey's favorite year in that twenty year span. Oh, of course Texas it will. Rutgers, Minnesota,
0: Big <laughs> Ten championship game. Yeah, except it's going to require your team to be cheeks.
1: So no, no, no. I, I, I loved last year,
2: and we got one of those teams. We got a Purdue. That's what's going to. Yeah. That thank God we never have to gonna deal gonna with happen. that again.
0: I want. I want all of you to know, at halftime, me and Corey had a conversation, and he the first thing he said, he looks at me and he goes, you're not worried?
1: Corey is like, the most emotional fan like, I've ever met in my no,
0: life. No, I'm not worried. We're going to obliterate out. this I'm team.
1: emotional in the game.
2: Outside of the game, when everything settles, I get a level head. In the game, I'm a wreck.
1: Corey, so, you're so pessimistic. You are glass. Oh, you D It's, all a, the it's time. a
2: it's a coping mechanism.
1: <laughs> he's he gets defensive. He he's like that guy that throws out the excuses pre-game just in case his team loses so he can be Listen, like, yeah, I told you."
0: Vegas is telling uh, I'm I'm bouncing away. I'm bouncing into the NFL for just a second here. Vegas is telling you like Hey, the Lions are going to win the NFC North. I hope you guys are ready for that. And Corey is like, I don't know if they're going to win six games. He's they're going to be terrible. Well, I'm going to, they're I'm not going gonna to yell noise. at you
2: on this. You cannot logically explain the Detroit Lions. You can't. You can say, oh, you can't compare the past. The Lions are an enigma of professional sports franchises, and there is no logical argument for you to bring up to me to convince me otherwise. Look. Okay, ready? Here's the logical a, argument. we talk here's about a the lines for one more know, second, I'm going to lose my mind. Here, Here's
0: the logical argument. The Chicago Cubs yes, won a World and it Spurs. took
2: 108 years, Ethan.
0: They got competent. They got competent GM who made you know- good moves and brought – Good players,
2: and do you know how long a 108 years is, Ethan? And also, by the way, in that 108 years, the Cubs were competent at certain parts of that streak as well. They won, they, they won, oh, they didn't make the World Series. They won their division in 2008. They went to uh, the League Championship Series, I believe, in uh 84. They lost to the Padres. There was several times where it's like, oh, they're turning the corner, and then they still come up short. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay, have won the NFC North more recently than the Detroit Lions have. You and I have not been alive in a year where the Lions have won a playoff game. Brown's fans have experienced a playoff win in our lifetime. So I'm sorry, I'm, I I get, I get my card to be pessimistic about the Lions. Don't Don't give me that. Do not. Hall of Fame running back, Hall of Fame wide receiver. Okay, yeah. all right, all right, okay. That's, Thank you. that's good. I'm going to lose good. my mind telling me, oh, they're going to win the division. No, stop it. They I really, hope so. They are going to win the division. I really hope so. The NFC sure. North is garbage. It, It's garbage. And wouldn't it be typical Lions fashion for them to somehow figure out a way to lose that division?
1: All right, next, ne- next, I, I next. Kn- I know when we start talking NFL. He brought it up. He brought it up. The episode. I didn't do it. I just
0: did it to show people how much of a pessimist you were, and then I just let you talk, and you
1: just proved me right. That's actually true.
2: <laughs> yeah, it'd be different if it were, like, the Patriots or, or a team that's actually been good in this Entry. Oh, you be the most winningest franchise. Yeah, and the, if uh, I was pessimistic team about team that, team then yes. You're pessimistic about Michigan, and they've won
0: back to back Big Ten championship games. Well, they hadn't Ohio done State anything full-time.
2: to Oh my goodness. They hadn't done anything. They were butt cheeks. Corey, according to you four Corey, years ago. You, know.
0: you were like this. You were like this about Michigan after they beat Ohio State and after they went to the playoffs. Last season,
1: you were this no. way about Michigan. He was, yeah. Corey, Corey, just because someone makes a free, just because someone makes ten free throws in a row, does not mean it's a hundred percent likely that they make the next free. I throw.
2: understand that's Thank why we watch sports, but why are you telling me to have hope in something that has given me nothing but despair for my entire life?
1: I'm not telling you to have hope. I'm just telling you to believe that even hope can possibly you exist. With the That's how they get you. <laughs> My
0: goodness gracious. Okay. All right. This we're is, done. We're off the we're rails.
1: Uh, we like the format. Penn State, grow a pair and pick a rival. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Peace.